Welcome along to our podcast. Obviously, as you know, on Friday, we don't podcast the show because it's the jukebox. You wouldn't want to hear a podcast of people going, can you play a song for me? Yeah, you want to hear that. Very interesting at all. So that? we actually craft a beautifully bijou bespoke podcast for you on Fridays called Any Other Business. Yeah. I would just like to draw attention to what we are doing on tomorrow's show because I think it's actually fantastic. It is worth pointing out, isn't it? Every call that makes it to air requesting a song tomorrow is going to win some Malden Salt. Malden Salt, of course, the lovely people that are bankrolling and backing our chip shop tour of the United Kingdom 2019. And uh, we've been late in the night uh, in terms of making a deal with them and they've agreed very kindly to give each of you guys, anyone that we put to air as a phone call that gets their song on, they're going to get a pack of salt. Songs for salt. Songs for, Well, other radio station, can you tell us, right, that it's giving away salt on air to do with song requests and stuff like that? No one else is doing it. Salt for songs. Salt for songs. Could have gone that, but we went songs for salt. Get yourself some salt by listening to our show tomorrow. I tell you what, I bet within the next 12 months, there'll be another radio station copying that. They probably will. They'll probably roll it out nationally and close down a load of local stations or something. And they'll call it something like Plays for Pepper. Oh, see, I love that. Mm. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. What a start to the show. Nirvana on Hometime with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. Stephen Merchant and Nick Frost on this show after six to talk about their brilliant new wrestling movie, Fighting With My Family. Meanwhile... If you listened to the podcast last night, uh, you'll have heard me push Richie Firth for a score prediction. He was off to the Arsenal-Bournemouth game. Uh, predicting never been my forte, and once again I got it wrong. I went 3-0 Arsenal. Actually, turned out to be a goal fest, 5-1 Arsenal. I saw that. The scores coming in last night when I was just doing around putting tea together and thinking Richie would have been happy. So six goals in the match in total, five to my side, and do you know what? I managed to miss two of them. What? Isn't that so bad? I have never I missed, hate myself. I've never missed a, a goal in a football match, I don't think. Not to a match that you're going to. It's, it's a cardinal sin. Yeah. How did I miss two goals? It's so bad. What did you What did you do, then? Well, obviously, it was a 7.45 kick-off. This show finishes at 7. So I'm mm-hmm. up against it to you, get there for kick-off. Uh, folks, you could have lit, lit your fags on the door hinge. He was out <laughs> so quickly at 7 o'clock. So I thought he's definitely going to get there for kick-off. Uh, not when you stop for food. Oh. If you're stopping for a greasy, grubby burger, that does hold you back a little bit so as I'm entering the bowels of the stadium I'm aware that the game's kind of just started yeah. and then you hear the roar and you're thinking no, 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 no not an early goal this is so bad so that by the time I take my seat we're 1-0 up so you got Berger all the way down your jumper <laughs> they're 1-0 up already so yeah 1-0 up first goal was in two minutes so I was a touch Ooh. late yeah. not good, not good half time it's 2-1 so uh, I'm now you know we're winning I'm calm but I do still need a beer <laughs> So, and because, you might not know this, because uh, in the UK you're not allowed to take your alcohol back into the, the main stadium. So, I've kind of got to hose my pint pretty quickly oh. at half time. Isn't it one of the worst things, ne- necking a really cold, bubbly football pint out of a plastic <laughs> pint glass? <laughs> so, it's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm now 41, it means I need to go to the toilet pretty quickly as well. Yeah. So, I then had to go and do that, and whilst I'm in the toilet, you hear another, I'm thinking, you're kidding me, I haven't missed another. (laughs) 47th minute, just a couple of minutes into the second half, there goes another goal. I've missed 
Two goals. So who scored the two goals that you you missed overall? Arsenal, both of them. But like, which player? Uh, Ozil for the uh, first one, and the third goal, the second that I missed, uh, Lauren Koscielny. Oh, damn, so a couple of little... Are they good goals? Have you seen them since? Or I've just... seen them back, yeah, they're good goals. Oh, no, well, I'm not... <laughs> I, just, I, mean, oh. I hate missing out on anything, really. I, I, for me, in terms of missing out on stuff, I remember, and this stays with me to this day, I, I went out to the loo halfway through watching Jurassic Park mm. at the cinema with a load of friends. This is years ago. The original? The original Jurassic Park. Park, and I remember I came back in, it was so dark for ages, I couldn't find them. <laughs> and although I didn't miss the film, I missed a lot of the movie by turning around trying to find out where they were, but I, I just had this absolute panic attack that I would never find them for the rest of my life. So it does beg the issue, what have you missed? It might not just be football. No. could be anything. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Mark in Essex says, I think the second cheer at the football was the crowd cheering Richie for remembering to do up his flies. <laughs> there you go. Quality comedy on a Thursday uh, night. I think I've fixed that. I think I've fixed it. Have you? I've, well, I've, there's been no incidents since the last one. You didn't use that system that listener texted in about. What, about the key ring? Key ring. No, no, no. no, no. no. A uh, couple of wedding suggestions on this. Nicholas saying, I missed two male friends doing a jagger off at my wedding. Can't believe my husband didn't come find me. Says oh, I was gutted. That would have been good. And then Alex in Essex says, I missed my best mate's first dance at his wedding. Came back from the toilet to see my wife sat at the table on her own with the face on. Because oh, he's supposed to get up with everyone and dance, aren't exactly. you? Should have missed out. Tom in Reading says, guys, I was at a prodigy gig and desperately needed to go to the loo. It's a theme here. Yeah. At least these people have stopped and walked out to go to the loo. I've seen things at festivals where people can't be bothered to go. Oh. And it's just awful. Mm. Uh, so I wait for a quiet bit. Well, obviously, as quiet as the prodigy gigs can get. <laughs> and then uh, quickly rush the loo, only to come back and having missed the absolute classic song that is Breathe. I was gutted. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's not you. You're not the only one. Dan from Sidcup says, don't worry, I also missed the Oatsall Gold. Dad decided to get a taxi to the game. We ended up stuck in traffic. I heard the cheers I was running to the North Bank. And Richie, my son Ben and his mate Sam travelled from Tipton in the West Midlands to see Arsenal yesterday. They got to the ground at 7.40 and also missed the Oatsall Gold. It is very kind of both of these people to uh, come out and support here, but I bet both of those people uh, didn't also miss the third goal after seeing That is bad. If you've missed one goal, you stay in your seat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, your story's piece of what you've missed doesn't have to be sporting in any way, shape or form. Gary in Richmond says he missed a shuttle launch at Cape Canaveral because he was in the toilet. Oh, you animal. <laughs> That's an amazing thing uh, to have missed. Lance, hanging on to talk to us. Lance, what did you miss in South Africa? I took my, my wife, she's English, so we went to have a, uh, South Africa's my hometown and um, we were, my home country, and we were in the game reserve and we were taking, we were driving along, we saw the only lions on the whole tour and I got my camera out to take a, a shot from a distance, and um, the lions don't take it, don't waste time when they're um, doing their business. So by the time I got my camera out, I switched, I pushed the wrong button, and rather than taking a photo, I actually switched my camera off, and I was busy looking down, and the lines were finished by the time I looked up. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? There's a massive, massive metaphor for life in general and uh, marriages in that little story that you got for us there. I, I, I had no idea it was such a brief union for a line. I've learned something as well. Yeah, yeah. who'd have thought it? It's weird, isn't it, them walking around thinking they're the big I am, but now we know different. <laughs> Amazing. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Some unbelievable texts coming into the show about things you've missed. Home time with Bush and Richie. Gaz in Birmingham says, I left England versus Greece's World Cup qualifier in Manchester early. I got the, the tram stop and I heard a roar later to find out that Beckham has scored that pearl of a free kick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right so I left the stadium thinking that we weren't going to the World Cup. Yeah, I think a lot of people do that. You leave in disgrace as, and some kind of... Uh, uh, to make it send a message in a football game sometimes and yeah. you can end up missing a bit of a comeback. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Now, we are embarking on a mission to find the nation's best fish and chip shop. It is our Hometime Chip Shop Tour with Malden Salts, and Yay. this is where we need you. Uh, if you think your local chippy is the best in the land, tell us at absoluteradio.co.uk and we could be paying it a visit. And while you're there, you could win a £400 dining experience and... Malden Salt to cook with at home. Oh, that sounds nice. It's a home time chip shop tour with Malden Salt because all good food starts with a pinch. Well, listen, get online and tell us about the chippy near you that you think should uh, get this award or get a visit from us, absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, on the line now, we have an owner of a fish and chip shop that has been nominated. Uh, Helena, tell us who you represent. Um, we are Adams Bay. We are a family run fish and chip shop, takeaway and restaurant over in Gainsborough in Lincolnshire. Fantastic. And are you one of those chippies that you can sit in and have your tea there, or do you have to take away? We are. We're a takeaway, and we have a separate um, restaurant with 60 covers, and it's newly refurbished. It's very stylish. Oh, this is high-end. That sounds it's great. A little bit. Wow. <laughs> and a proper family business, then. So has this been passed on from generation to generation and stuff like that? A little bit like that, yeah. We took it on from a relative ourselves, um, my husband and I, um, about six years ago and did a huge refurbishment in 2017 and a rebrand. Now, Helena, one of the things that has been brought to our attention in your nomination by mm. uh, the people that have nominated Adams Bay yeah. uh, is that uh, you do seasonal extras. It's been said, and we need you to confirm this, that you do battered pigs in blanket at Christmas and battered cream eggs at Easter. Is this true, and what are they like? This is true. In fact, we've already started the battered Cadbury's cream egg already for Easter because it's very popular and we serve it very novel in a very novel way. We put it in an egg cup. Oh, we, wow. Oh. We, we sell waffles uh, as a dessert. And so we, we chop up waffles as dippy soldiers with chocolate sauce and our customers can dip. Do you want this? This is a bit of blue for me and Richie, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> it really is. Wow, that's Look, amazing. Our chip shop tour, we're on the road, week commencing the 18th of March. Will you right. have battered cream eggs on sale, week commencing 18th of March? Uh, yeah, we have. And right. we also are now, if you Google, we are the home of the battered Terry's chocolate orange. We are the creators. It's official. We went viral just before Christmas. <sighs> Over 350,000 people have viewed it on the BBC national website and we, we made it onto Lad Bible. Wow, wow. Here you are. stick a fork in us, we're done. That's unbelievable. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio.
You can listen to Absolute Radio 90s nationwide on your digital radio or through the Absolute Radio app as well. Two down and one to go on today's Absolute Radio 90s on Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. Jesus Jones on the way next. So I was thoroughly humiliated on the tube this morning and I need some moral support. Uh, I was on the Bakerloo line, standing up, reading a newspaper, thinking I've got this. I, can, I don't need to hold on on the tube now. I'm a seasoned commuter and I absolutely stacked it when he went round a corner. <laughs> Like, properly stacked it. I fell over in, like, a two- or three-step stumble. Do you remember that incident in football history where uh, Paolo Di Canio pushed the referee Paul Alcock over? I do remember that, yes. And he did this kind of... He had his card out, but he did, like, two or three steps before going on his knees. It was a stuttered knees. fall, wasn't it? Stutter, it was like that, a stuttered fall in front of a load of slightly smirking uh, tourists. It was... It was Quite humiliating this morning earlier on. Just f- for me to get a bit of an understanding of this, were you mm. the only person that that kind of went, or or did everyone else manage to stay on their feet? I, I was the only one that went. <laughs> no one else was even troubled by it. I suspected that he might have been a bit of a boy racer, the driver, because he really went round a corner like I've never experienced before in a tube, and I just went. Obviously, everyone else had experienced it. I guess that's why they didn't fall. They were from Italy. I think they'd never <laughs> been here before in their lives. I couldn't work out what was going on. So you know, there's nothing worse than falling over in public yeah. uh, or just having a stumble or doing that thing where you flick your ankle in and out when mm. you're walking around town. So I just want to, in terms of just making me feel a little bit better about myself, I just want to hear from people this evening, when was the last time you fell over? When did you last <laughs> stack it? You ever fallen over, Richie, in front of people? I I did. I did within the last year and it was ever so embarrassing. I got off the train um, at London Bridge by the Shard. Oh, yeah. I have terrible vertigo. You do you don't like going up heights, do you? Terrible vertigo. And I didn't realize that the shard was there. I know that sounds silly for the tallest building in London, but I yeah. didn't realise it was there. And as I walked half London Bridge and looked up, I saw the shard. Yeah. And was like, oh my goodness, that is so tall and I fell over. So you can get vertigo by standing on the ground and looking up. Yes, because my legs went because it was so tall and I fell to the floor. People thought I'd <laughs> collapsed. Oh no. They ran over. Do you know what? I think you might have got vertigo the other night at the pub quiz because you fell over when you were trying to sit backwards. Do you remember? When we were up on stage. I do remember well. that as well. A little tumble there as yeah. well. So it is bad, isn't it? You know, well, falling over. I've fallen more than you. There yeah. was me laughing at you on the Baker Loo It's an absolute epidemic here with Richie. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Emma went the week before she got married, dislocating her knee in the middle of a packed circuit training session. Oh, no. I mean, you, you would have thought a circuit training session, everyone is really sort of on it regarding their yeah. kind of, uh, you know, where they are with things. Uh, says for it made it for a very inst- interesting hobble down the aisle uh, a week later. And also says that the class <laughs> continued around her while the, par- while the paramedics... <laughs> oh, no, being treated by the St John's Ambulance oh, in, your, in your Lycra. Uh, Nikki in the Lake District says, Hi, guys, I fell backwards into a tractor tyre in my boys' school playground. <laughs> I was so embarrassed, I said I was fine, and then I drove home with a fractured dislocation of my thumb. Oh. Trying to put a brave face on it. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Vicky says, in the summer last year, I stacked it outside a pub. This is before I'd been in the pub and I was on the main road. Also, about 20 people were outside the pub smoking. So with all class and dignity, I grabbed my friend and made her sit on the floor with me until everyone had gone back inside and all the traffic had passed. Uh, Jason took his daughter swimming and slipped near the uh, kid's pool. He says, (laughs) I made a sharp exit after that. I've not been there for three months now. However, I'm going to the next lesson on Monday... 
I hope everyone's forgotten. It's your, this uh, kind of Hanna-Barbera cartoon moment when you lose your footing by yeah. a pool. It's a bit of like a feet going like the clappers. Glenn says, ironically, mine was on the tube as well, Mile End Station, where I fell down the subway stairs when the train came in and as I landed on the platform, all the people in the carriage looked out and saw me. <laughs> he says that was the summer of 95. I've still never forgotten it. Uh, Charlotte's hanging on. Charlotte, what happened when you stacked it? Well, I'm a teacher in a school and um, I teach 10-year-olds and during PE, I thought, oh, what better way to demonstrate tag rugby than to join in? Right. So I'm sprint- sprinting after a child across the playground, stack it straight into the corner of the playground. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at me. <laughs> I'm kind of like, do I cry? Do I swear? What do I do? Ten-year-olds don't find falling over funny either, do they? <laughs> well, it's funny. All the boys were laughing. The girls were <laughs> mortified. Oh. And, but then soon the whole class were mortified when I was bleeding all over my hands. Oh, oh no. no. It's like an episode of Casualty or something like that. I was like, it's fine, it's fine. Carry on, carry on. There's me, like, holding my hands up. Um, yeah, I had to go and see the school nurse, have a nice pack, have a good old big massive plaster on it. But uh, that will, I will never let it down. They will never forget that lesson of tag rugby ever. <laughs> no, well, hopefully they learned how to uh, concentrate when you're running. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Birthday goings on at home today. Little Rocco, uh, one year old, his first birthday. Don't know where that 12 months has gone. Happy birthday, Rocco. Uh, so he made his debut at Soft Play uh, this morning. Wow, that takes me back. Which is exactly, it took me back with my older two being teenagers. Soft Play is not somewhere that I frequented for a very, very, very long time. Now, it's an experience that the children absolutely love. For the parents, I believe it to be a different experience. That smell of cheesy feet just hits you the moment you walk in through the door, doesn't it? They've never got any windows in there, have they? They're always in, like, (laughs) warehouses. And then, yeah, it's... It's the nature of your barn, isn't it? It is. I've not really thought about it. Until you've mentioned it then, it kind of all comes flooding back to me. Mm. Uh, There's always a massive kid. Always a massive kid. There's always a kid kid. that is rampaging through an area of soft play that is not their age. Yeah, you look at him and you're looking, thinking, what are you doing in here? He's 13 years old, this lad. He's older than the one I'm thinking, but. Uh, Also, right, soft play, uh, bad. What, What did you have to eat today? At the soft play. I I had, a, I had a cheese and ham panini. Oh, I've been there so many times. You just think, panini's safe, that's a safe bet. You can't get a panini wrong, can you? <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Also, bad coffee. I've drunk terrible coffee oh, in there as well. Dear, dear, dear. But once again, the kids are having a great time. That's all that matters. The kids have a great time, which is the main thing. And also, I think sometimes maybe you settle upon your favourite... Favourite party at a certain point in your life as a child. Do you yes. Know what I mean? And this is the thing. I was sat there watching Rocco as he made his soft play debut today. I'm thinking, I wish soft play was around when I was younger. Because yeah. it wasn't, I don't remember there being soft play as an option. Your birthday party was more, well, I would say the best kids' birthday party when I was younger, it was your McDonald's. The classic party with, say, seven or eight of your friends yep. sat around. Ronald McDonald's. Boat dressed as a clown. The one in Eastbourne, the upstairs, it had a boat. You'd sit in a <laughs> boat, a McDonald's boat. <laughs> we used to have, right, my ideal party, best ever party, was basically three mates. My mum used to come along with us as well. We'd have McDonald's in Bath and then go around the corner. And I can't remember the name of this cinema. I think it's called the Robbins cin- uh, Cinema in Bath. Tiny little cinema and go and watch something like Labyrinth or whatever on the cinema. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I think, I put it to you, I think a McDonald's kids' party, that's going to take some beans. Well, you never know. Maybe Rocco's favourite pie for the rest of his life will be set upon the whole soft play thing. Could be. Absolute radio.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Come on then, what's your best birthday ever? Nate says, to be honest, it was wimpy. We all loved it when some poor so-and-so on minimum wage came out dressed as him and you could fully lay into him. I mentioned this on the show Nate. before. My first ever girlfriend, she used to dress as Mr Wimpy <laughs> at the one in Fleet Walk in Torquay. And I just could, I, that wow. was it. Once I saw her dressed as Mr Wimpy, that, I'm afraid that was the end for the relationship. Uh, on Twitter, Mr Weldon saying, I remember the McDonald's birthday and as an extra special treat, you got shown around the kitchen area. Really? <laughs> Who wants to see someone frying <laughs> food? Well, as a kid, you're just blown away, aren't you? That's 80s for you all over, isn't it? <laughs> Health and safety-wise, you'll never be able to do that now. Ben Padden says, guys, my dad was the manager of Laser Quest in Luton when I was young. I had my eighth birthday there and I spent a lot of time there in the arcades as a kid annoying people. Uh, an anonymous text, finally. Any party with a buffet is still a winner for me and I'm 43. <laughs> you never forget a great buffet. <laughs> never forget. Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Richie and I are embarking on a mission to find the nation's best fish and chip shop. It really is as simple as that. It's the Hometime Chip Shop Tour 2019 with Molden Salt. And if you think your local chippy is the best on the land, you've got to tell us about it. Get to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk, and we could be paying it a visit. And while you're there, you can win £400 dining experience and Molden Salt to cook with at home. I just mentioned this earlier on. I've never been tapped up by so many people uh, about wanting free salt since we've signed up with Molden Salt. It is unbelievable. They'll be coming out of the woodwork. So, yeah, get online now and tell us all about it. And, and the entries, the nominations are flooding in, aren't they? I don't know any other way to describe how big this has become. Not just that people are demanding Malden Salt off Bush and myself. Yeah, like we're dealing or something. But secondly, the amount of... The amount of chippies that you guys are nominating mean that we're having to use A3 pieces of paper rather than A4 uh, to, yeah. to, to get everything down. It's, it's huge. Proper big list. One of the things that's going to be important for me when we judge will be whether there's a pun uh, in the title. I, I think that's quite important. It's worth extra, isn't it? Yeah, it's worth extra. Uh, Nicola has nominated John Longs in Belfast. Yeah. Obviously, a switcheroo of Long, Long John's. Long John's. Yes, yeah. Well, it's just like a pair of night trousers or something, <laughs> is it? What's well, that got to do with chips? Long John Silver. Oh, Long John, oh, John Silver. Silver. I thought it was underwear. I thought it was an underwear-based <laughs> joke. Long John, Long John Silver, uh, and uh, also Rick has mentioned uh, Herd's Family Fisheries. Might be a chain there. I'm not sure. Multi award winning fish and chips, but award winning special menu. Uh, deep fried halloumi on oh, there. I love halloumi. Wow. Chorizo fries, beautiful. Mayo, important. But they also do seaside donuts. Seaside donuts. Which is interesting considering they're in Halifax. That is interesting. Which I don't th- <laughs> I've, I've never had Halifax down as coastal. Yeah, I mean, I've not checked the map recently, but it doesn't uh, look like it is coastal. No, no. But it's interesting. Uh, Grace says, what about the Mayfair chippy? Posh. Lo- lovely fresh fish. And she knows what how to play to our uh, kind of needs here. She says, guys, they've got generous condiments. Oh, that's good. We've stipulated about that. Yeah. Got to have the it's condiments. Got, it's got to have extra condiments. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
Nick Frost and Stephen Merchant, welcome to Absolute Radio. Hey, Hello. Thank you for having us. Listen, let's start with the film because it's amazing. Fire with my family. What uh, an amazing uh, story about a girl from Norwich who made it to the WWE. You have to pinch yourself during it, watching it, that it's actually a true story. Yeah. I kind of forgot. It, it's it's an unbelievable story, isn't it? Well, and also, you know, I'm I was slightly ashamed that I had not even heard about this girl and her success. You know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 working class girl from Norwich. You know, yeah. she's grown up in this wrestling family. I didn't know anything about wrestling. Wasn't interested. Perhaps the reason I didn't know anything about her. And yet, she had gone to the very top of WWE, which for wrestlers is the big leagues. And she's just this this young woman from Norwich. And so, I just I, I'm really proud that we've been able to make a film which kind of celebrates that story. Was it kind of hidden in like a little Channel Four documentary? Is that the only kind of? I mean, that's all I'd heard about it. That's how it began. Yeah, and it was a documentary that I can't even claim to have seen it was seen by my dear friend everyone's dear friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Dwayne saw the documentary he was here filming Fast and Furious 6 it was on Channel 4 he never misses Grand Designs he was watching that <laughs> get the TV on and on comes uh, this documentary there's nothing like a good sporting movie to reduce you to tears at the end I think that was the thing that I wasn't necessarily expecting now is that because you thing? thought what that was 90 minutes of my life wasted <laughs> 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 no, no that was the dream the dream was to you know it is, it is funny and the family are very funny and we've, we've you know wanted you to be laughing for much the movie and then by the end getting a bit choked up a bit emotional because it is a very inspiring uplifting story yeah. there's some uh, great performances in it obviously including yourself sure. Nick yeah. okay. how do you cast the van Mia culpa how do what? I cast one the van how, How do they cast the van? The van, the van is well, in that so often. Do you go to, like, do you pick up Auto Trader and kind of think, right, I'm making this film, uh, <laughs> the family have this beat-up van... Yeah. How do you cast the van? So I've not been asked that question yet. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Finally, someone's asking me about the van. How many vans did you see? <laughs> <laughs> I van must have auditioned so many vans. I mean, we had transits, we had all sorts coming in. Um, no, the truth is that what one of the benefits of this is obviously that it's a real family. Yeah. So I went up to meet them, I hung out with them, I saw their van. You're not wow. telling me and that's And then you're van. looking to match the van that they have. And it's not their actual van. In fact, their actual van is a sort of dirty white. We've gone more of a dirty blue. Oh, so yeah. it's not 100% based on reality. There's a little yeah. bit of a, Oh, Hollywood license. It's based on a true van. It's based on a you do need a disclaimer at the end, guys, I have to say. Uh, talking about real life, uh, obviously, Nicky Bratay, uh, Paige's dad, Ricky yeah. Knight. Yeah. Uh, in terms of watching him as an actor, then you, you're going to portray him. What an amazing bit of source material to work with. What a character. Yeah, he's an amazing person, and he's a fantastic person to play as an actor. Did I you think. go and meet him and stuff as well? I didn't one? meet him. I'm going to meet him tonight for the first time, and I'm kind of nervous because if he didn't like it, I think he's going to do that. That handshake you can do, and that will pop out of its <laughs> bearing. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Nick, you got to relive your youth in terms of wrestling. I mean, everyone used to uh, pretend to be a wrestler back on the schoolyard. Who were you back in the day? What, my own wrestler? In your, in, uh, the, the wrestler you used to emulate in the schoolyard? Oh, I don't know. We wasn't that kind of... I mean, I think now I have a wrestler called Cockney Lump. <laughs> and that's who that's, that's my alter ego in terms in the ring. So I think I'd always like to be Cockney Lump. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Stephen, you got a wrestler? Alter ego that you could do? I, I have, thank you for asking. I um, <laughs> One of the things in my research I discovered, uh, DJ, did I mention I'm friends with The Rock? Yeah, you <laughs> He it, told yeah. me that an important aspect of uh, developing your persona is you take a part of yourself, you dial it up to 100. Right. And I thought, well, what am I? I'm a British writer, so I would come out dressed as Shakespeare. 
Oh, yes. I'd have the white ruff around the neck, but shirtless. Um, I would say things like, to beat you or not to beat you, that is the question. Love it. And uh, my finishing movie, you're like this, you've heard of Hamlet. Oh, I. Oh, it's the finishing movie. He's pulled out a skull, and the fans are like, it's Yorick! <laughs> and, um, and, I, and, I, and, and, and my finishing movie is Slamlet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, very good. WrestleMania. I didn't realise, because I... I'd heard your alter ego, but I'd never heard that you were shirtless. Yeah. I'm always just showing you, which yeah. I'm loving. Yes, now he's interested. You, you could almost have the sonnets tattooed all over you, like it's scratching the script. It would be kind of amazing. You're a new celebrity tag team. Yes. I think it would we work. Tag, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Company Lump. Yeah. And, and uh, well, my, my name is uh, Merchant of of, the Merchant of Menace. Oh, my God. Oh, this is wow. I'm the Merchant of Venice. All right, come uh, on, guys. Uh, oh, go, I never got that. When, hey, we, get, when we get people on this show, we always try and get a, a bit of advice from them. And, and Richie and I are about to embark on a uh, chip shop tour of the United Kingdom. Finally. In That's, a van. We're going to get a van. That is Radio Gold. <laughs> it is Radio Gold. Uh, is, any advice? We're going to try and uh, sample as many fish and chips from up and down the country as we can. What do you look for in a great fish and chips? Or when it's good chipping? Um, I don't like it when they put it into a box and by the time you get home, the steam that has accrued in the box makes the batter soft. Yes. Um, I'd also say sample a sausage and batter in each location. It's not just about fish and chips. I am so glad you've said that because that is something I've tried to put across to the committee organising the tour. It's not just about the fish and chips. Where is the tour stopping? Can I... We're 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 open to suggestions. We're going around the country. Can I say something really controversial? And I'm going to alienate a lot of the listeners here. Go on then, Merchant of Menace. Well, I just think for the the interest of honesty, do you know where the best fish and chips was that I've ever had? Where? This is going to shock you. France. Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver. And I'll tell you really? what it was. I'll tell you why. Because they put a little bit of, uh, and this is going to shock you, but just bear with me. Go on. They put a little bit of sort of Thai spices into the batter. Oh. Very subtle. It was very subtle. Just add a little zing that I thought, <laughs> sorry, no, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. Sick of this. <laughs> You've changed. I'm done. It was terrific. It was excellent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I thinking you were going to suggest some kind of cod lot or what you've had in Bristol or something like that. No, nothing like that. Do you know what? I remember years ago, I, my, for the first time, my parents sent me to get the uh, fish and chips from the fish and chip shop. And, I, and I'd always gone in there with my dad saying, yeah, we'll have two cod lots. And I went in and I said, uh, can I get two cod pieces, please? <laughs> oh, how everyone laughed. I'm not sure our budget's going to stretch the Vancouver. If, if oh, we can get over there. If you get a chance, I mean, I know that, again, it's going to alienate a lot of people, but... Try the fish and chips in Claridge's. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> you too. Oh you get it room service. You get all the mushy control. peas. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> well, I think it's important you have the mushy peas, and I would suggest also a pickled onion. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a curve for. Pickled egg? No. Would you go as far as a pickled egg? I've never had a pickled egg. I've never pickled... Never but I'd like an onion. I love a pickled onion. Yeah, I've never tried one in my entire life. No. Not one from a You've never had a pickled onion? My dad does pickled onions. Yeah. Uh, he's known in the, in the local area as the pickled onion guy. But I've never, I've never bought one from an actual chippy. Well, they're always a slightly larger this than is, you'd get in a supermarket. This is exciting. This is really fan... I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> You're in. Yeah. Yeah. We've got him in. Well, listen, the movie Here's is Coldplay. fantastic. <laughs> it's Coldplay. Uh, the, music, the movie is fantastic. Five of my family, uh, Nick Frost and Stephen Merchant. Thank you for coming into Absolute Radio. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Corrections, Corrections and, and clarifications. clarifications. Home Time on a Thursday night, time for the return of a feature uh, that we plan to do a bit more often, but we always kind of get carried away in the craziness of this show. It's uh, Corrections and Clarifications. You write in, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, and if there's anything you want to pick us up on, get in touch. Unfortunately, the kind of stuff that Bush and I do does leave a lot of need for corrections and clarifications. Yep. Uh, Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk Arthur says uh, you were talking about food injuries. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He said back in the day
day at school, my friend and I were sitting opposite each other um, at the canteen throwing refreshers at each other. They're quite hard. Hard when they break and also got that bit of fizz to them as well. <laughs> uh, after a few misses, my friend's next shot bounced off the table and smashed me straight in the eye. I couldn't <laughs> see for the rest of the day and I still hadn't recovered after the weekend. Who'd have thought? That is unbelievable. Didn't realise that'd be such an implement. A lad in my school, like I said, uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show, went to hospital, pink wafer biscuit, corner of the eye. Can we just uh, make it clear? Don't throw pink wafer biscuits, don't throw refreshers. Not a good idea. Because they're really tasty and it's a waste. <laughs> uh, Ian says on email, Hi guys, uh, have a look at the fun house in Croydon. There's plenty of pictures on Facebook. There's a bar, there's a table tennis, pool, snooker table, tables for beer pong and ball pits as well. He's referring to the adult crash that yeah. we were talking about. It's weird because this kind of marries up with talking about your son Rocco going to uh, soft play for the mm. first time. Maybe there should be an adult soft play as the adult crash in supermarkets and shops. You know what I mean? Have to look that one out. Yeah. Uh, and a final piece of correspondence from uh, Nick. Uh, do you remember recently we were, uh, we were talking about how Chas and Dave did the Cracker Jack theme tune? Yeah. Uh, Nick's been doing further investigation. There are other acts, other hit artists who recorded TV theme tunes. Did not know. Dexy's Midnight Runners did the theme tune for TV's Brushstrokes. Oh, I used to love that with Jacko and everything. Yeah. Well, so maybe it's like a sideline for bands. If you're, you know, running on hard times, maybe you have to, I don't know, bite the bullet a little bit and write a theme tune for a TV show or something yeah. like that. Let us know if you've got any others, if there's any other corrections or clarifications. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Still haunted by Richie's comments at the beginning of this podcast about plays for Pepper. Please never use any pun like that again. <laughs> Pepper plays. Pepper plays. Uh, Peppered around the playlist. There's a grinder thing in there, but I can't really think of anything yet, so I'm working on it. If you've got a good uh, condiment-based song request pun, then by jingo, tell us about it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. And let's reiterate it one more time. Uh, tomorrow, our request show, The Jukebox. If you get your phone call on this show and your song gets on, you win some molten salt. Tell us your song. We may play it. Oh, <laughs> Bill Bailey, get us the hell out of here. <laughs> Podcast has officially come to an end.